1: American Broadcasting Company
2: presents Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and which features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, Please, for
1: today is called Dark Rosaline. There was a time when I loved the rain at night in the streets of New York But that is a time long gone, and I remember the wet dark of a March evening only dimly now. And I find I have no desire now to return to it, though there was a time when I loved it. I remember the night I thought was to be my last night on this earth, and the streets were wet with the bitter rain of a waning winter that night. And I remember the sounds of New York that night. I remember the sound of tires on the asphalt like the long, drawn-out sound of striking a kitchen match. I remember the skirl of whistles in the subterranean bellow of the subway. I remember the horns sounding wetly in the north and south traffic on 6th Avenue and the empty echo of voices between the buildings on 44th Street. I remember the unperturbed traffic lights, red and green beacons in the cold rain. And there was a red glow in the sky from Times Square behind me. And lonely yellow windows dim above me in the murk. Where other lonely souls toiled the night away. And now I gaze on ragged rocks drenched in the spindrift of the sea. And beyond them landward the wholesome green hills lie peaceful on the breast of the land. And the sound of the pipe comes sweetly across the downs to me. And here the rain is a living thing. A great, gray beast that comes from the sea to fling its fury against the ragged rocks and hasten inland to the hills as did the dark men who first came to these shores so many years ago. Thus have the remembrances of the place that was once my home faded away. And it is only when the Ides of March return that I sit here on the shore above the furious waters... And remember the spires of the cathedral, closed about with the towering buildings of the city. And here again, the clamor of the carry pipes above the searching winds of the avenue. And now I think of the men that march to the greater glory of Holy Patrick on his day in the morning. And the banners that wave above the gay paraders fly for me in my heart. For I have found Dark Rosaline. It was such a weary time ago that I sat in that room in New York and heard those fatal words that sullen night of Friday the 13th. Their very memory has blurred now, but I remember them. The door opened And Arnold closed it again quietly, and stood for a moment silently against it. I remember how he did not look at me, how he stood there a moment in the thick, sick room silence. I remember I could not rise from my chair even when his voice trod on the silence of that ghastly place. We
2: must be brave. It's a terrible thing. And I knew what he was
1: saying. But his voice seemed to come from a long way off, and his face was unclear he did of the dimright, could,
2: hmm?
1: And the pulse began to beat in my temples, and it was the dreadful truth that beat upon my head. I would not believe what he was saying.
3: Elizabeth is I dead. I would not acknowledge it. Elizabeth Still is the dead. pulse hammered in
1: my Elizabeth temples and I dead. said to myself, he is Elizabeth not saying is dead.
2: And I Elizabeth said, I will not dead. believe it. dead.
1: And there was silence again. And in the silence I heard a little small sound. But at last I knew it was my own voice. And the keening of the women in the farther room rose above my own voice. And many hours after, I was alone. And there was no light.
2: There is small comfort in speaking to you of the hereafter at this time, Wayne. Let me alone. There is some comfort, perhaps, to remember that her last hours were peaceful. There was no pain, and she died in her sleep unknowing
1: next saturday was to be our wedding day
2: i am sorry for you wayne
1: i am beyond sorrow
2: it will pass time is a great healer wayne time will time will not
1: heal these wounds time nor anything this is the end of my life
2: you mustn't talk that way
1: this is the end i was a fool to think it was the beginning i know how you feel wayne you know how i feel how can you know you didn't love elizabeth you knew her, and she was another woman, another patient to stand over and to give medicine to. And to let die as you let her die. Wayne! I didn't mean that, Arnold. You did all you could. But she died. Elizabeth died. Oh, no.
2: No, no, no. Wayne, you mustn't.
1: Shall I tell you about Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Shall I tell you of the dark hair of her flung wild in the wind of a summer's afternoon when we stood on a hill together? Shall I speak of her laughter like minted gold in the long morning light beside the sea? Did you know her blue eyes in the candle flame at midnight in the old high house where the road turns? I have held her hands in mine and marveled at her voice in the gloaming. And Elizabeth has said she loves me. And you say to me, you must not. What is there left for me without Elizabeth?
2: How shall I live without her? I will not live without her.
1: No. You you can't hold me here, Arnold. Wayne!
2: Elizabeth! No! Elizabeth!
1: And the streets were wet. And the streets were dark. And the sounds of New York I still remember. For what man is there could not remember his last day on earth. I heard the muted roar of the town and the dark, hurrying figures of people were in my consciousness too. But it was not the night to care for earthly things and the cold rain descended. And the sodden streets gave back the echo wetly of my aimless footsteps. Say to me, man, if you have ever loved. And remember the black emptiness of your own heart if your mind was ever crossed with the thought of losing forever that dear one of yours. Say to me, woman sitting there, what you would have done in your own bright youth if the skinny hand of death had snatched your lover away? Or you two? Look at your wife, you man. Woman, look at your husband. Should the curtain of death descend between the two of you, what would your first thought be? Would you not say first in your grief, Death, take me too? And so it was with me that bitter, bitter night. when I sought the arms of death, even as you would do. The ripples of the ebbing tide still finger the timbers of the ancient piers along the river. Does the mournful sound of the foghorn haunt your dreams of a rainy night in March? When the rain and the fog conspire to teach us what blackness there was once on all the earth? And do all the sad boats still ply across the bay in the night and all the people on them huddle into the lighted places and think uneasily of what lies deep in the waters below I stood there at the side of the water. And there I made my peace with the city that lay behind a swirling fog and the rain, the tall backdrop against which I played my final scene. And presently, as I stood composing myself, thinking sad last thoughts, all but forgetting lost Elizabeth in the grandeur of my own final gesture. Presently, a figure came away from the shadows and walked slowly toward me. And I, like an actor who has lost his cue, paused irresolutely on the rain-soaked edge of the dock. And when he came closer, I turned impatiently, and my footing was insecure in the wet and the dark, and I all but fell into the swirl below.
2: Have a care, man. Let me be. You're have fallen into the water. Let go of me. The tide being at the ebb, you'd have struggled in vain, and there'd be no one about to hear you choking and screaming in the dark. You'll be drowned, do you see? Will you let me alone? Come away from the water's edge, man. It's not safe. Get away from me. Drowning yourself in the river will not bring Elizabeth back. What did you... Who are you? Don't pull so. You'll fall. What do you want? I want you to come with me. I haven't done anything. I... You are going to drown yourself. Is it any of your business? Come with me, Wayne. Come on with me. How do you know my name? I know your name, Wayne. And I knew Elizabeth. Come with me. You're a policeman. No. No, I'm not a policeman. You said you knew Elizabeth. Come with me. I... Where? Well, wherever it is, it's better than the watery death, son. No. Son, I'm an older man than you. And I tell you, it's no good. You're not older than I. Oh, yes, I am, Wayne. You knew Elizabeth. Elizabeth wouldn't want you to do this. Elizabeth? Elizabeth wants you to live, Wayne. Live? What's there to live for? Why, will you come with me then, and maybe I'll show you.
1: I cannot say now what was the compulsion that led me to follow his steps down the dockside and out to the end of the wharf in the darkness. I cannot say, but I am glad this day that I heeded his words in the soaking cold rain along the dockside in the dark to a ladder at the end. And he paused and took my arm again and pointed
2: down. You were not afraid of the water a moment ago, Wayne. And I looked at him.
1: And in the gloom, it seemed that I could see the glow of the little lantern at the end of the dock. Though he stood between me and the light.
2: Uh, Down the ladder to the boat,
1: Wayne. The ladder was wet and clammy to my hands, and I could hear the wooden rungs creak beneath my weight. I did not know why I followed him, for I could see no boat in the water below. But I have spoken of a compulsion... And though he spoke quietly enough in the night, I followed him.
2: Uh, Will you sit in the stern then, Wayne, while I roll?
1: Now, was there ever such a scene? The bereaved man, the lorn lover, the grief-stricken man about to take his own life for a lost love and foiled at it by another stranger in the dark? and setting off in a cockle shell of a caracal in the windy waters of a March night with the same total stranger. I said to him, Where are we going? And I could feel that he was smiling, although he didn't answer. I said again to him,
2: Do you know where you're going? Uh, For a young man that was about to take his own life a few minutes ago, you show overmuch concern. We'll be run down by a bolt. We will not. But if we do... You will drown and die, and is that not what you want? Well, I. Oh, you want to choose your own way of dying, is that it? Where are we going? You're forgetting Elizabeth in your concern for yourself, Wayne. I've not forgotten Elizabeth. Do not forget her, Wayne. For if you forget her. What? Do not forget her. Where are we? What do you care? Well, I... Be silent. And think of Elizabeth. And the waves rose
1: higher and higher. And the wind came down about my ears, and we seemed to be going faster and ever faster through the night. And always the silent man sat over against me in the little boat. And though the waves grew mountain high in the wild night, still he plied his oars and still we traveled on upon the face of the deep. For now, there was no light to be seen, and the flying scud all but smothered me, and I grew desperately cold in the open boat. And again I asked him,
2: where are we going? Be still.
1: And my thoughts would not compose. And at last, I fell into a kind of restless sleep, cold and wet, and direly unhappy there in the boat alone upon the ocean. And through my sleep, I seemed to hear strange music and the voice of my companion in the boat. And there was poetry in his words.
2: Out of the glowing west, as the sun was dying behind them, up from the sea in the night by the light of the moon, dark were the boats, and dark were the men in the darkness, seeking the shore of the sea as they chanted their song in the night. Seeking the Sean Von Vogt, the undying, sorrowful mother. Seeking the Sean Von Vogt on the shore where the Shannon descends. Stretch out your arms, O Sean Von Vogt. Stand on the headlands and show us the way. Weep for your sons, O Sorrowful Mother. The black boats are sailing. Bring us the day.
1: And when I opened my eyes, the first rays of the sun sped across the waters to me. And the broad land lay before us, and there was a great lazy river that came down out of the hills... And a fresh wind was blowing at our backs, and we rushed along on the calm breast of the sea. And I rubbed my eyes, and I asked my companion in amazement, where are we? And he smiled and shook his head and did not answer. And the shore drew nearer and nearer. And I remembered the poetry in my dreams, and I leaned over to him, and I said, answer me.
2: Well, you haven't asked me anything yet, Wayne. I said, where are we? You'll know in a moment. And what is the Shan von Volk? Ask rather, who is the Sean Van Vogt? Who is she? By Wayne, she has many names. But the name we know best is the sorrowful mother, the weeping one, who does not always weep for grief, but sometimes for joy. Who Ah, oh, she has many names? And of all the women of all the world, she is the fairest, my son. And she is the one that the fear bogs very dark men sang to as they sailed their black boats across the sea from beyond the second sun. I heard you in my dreams, I think. I spoke of them. I spoke of the song they sang, and it may be I even sang it. Uh, she and I are old, old friends, the Sean von Vogt and I. And what is this place we're coming to ourselves? Oh, have you forgotten Elizabeth and all your curiosity then? I- I've not forgotten, Elizabeth. Where are you taking me? Why, to a certain place, Wayne. Wayne, Seamus, Column, O'Felan. I don't understand. You will.
1: And he shook his head and laid on the oars again. And the little black boat headed toward the mouth of the great gentle river. And there grew higher land on either side, and the green hills stretched away beyond. And I saw a woman standing on the beach at the estuary as we drew closer. And for a moment my heart leaped in me, for her hair was dark like Elizabeth's, and she had the figure that I remembered so well. And then I knew sharp despair again, for Elizabeth was dead. But I think my companion must have seen the gathering tears in my eyes, for he spoke
2: very gently. You remember Elizabeth again?
1: I have not forgotten Elizabeth. I will not forget, Elizabeth. That is well,
2: my son. But tell me, what is this place? Look about you.
1: And we were in the very mouth of the river. And the blue of the sea had turned now to a kind of golden green from the silt that the river brings down from the hills far beyond. And I looked and the low hills stretched away as far as I could see. And the sun shone on a scene of peace. And I fancied I could hear birds singing.
2: Uh, you'd know where you are, then, Wayne, Abu. Where? Look, on your left hand, that is Claire. And on your right is the land of Ken May. Is it not a beautiful sight, then, in the morning? It is that. I've always loved it.
1: And we drew nearer to the shore. And I looked on the shore, and the woman was standing there by the waterside. And she was dressed in a green flowing gown, and her hair was dark, like I've heard is the wing of a raven. And her face was peaceful to look upon, though ravaged with tears. And I looked from her to my companion in the boat, and he spoke to me.
2: Uh, That is the Sean Van Vogt.
1: And the keel of the little boat grated to the shore, and I stood up, and the woman spoke to me. And her voice... It was like my mother's voice as I remembered it, although the words she spoke were in a strange tongue.
3: See, miller,
1: And she took my hand and I stepped out of the boat. And she turned to my companion.
3: And see, miller, Files, and to you, Patrick. You have been away over long, Patrick.
1: And I said, Patrick. Patrick! And when I turned to look at him again, He had vanished from my sight. And I turned back to the lovely woman who had greeted me. And she was smiling on me.
3: Welcome home, Wayne Seamus Callum O'File.
1: Now, I thought perhaps that I had come to those isles of the blessed that are spoken of in the old, old books. And I thought perhaps... This place was heaven, for it was very fair. And I thought in my heart for a moment, perhaps I shall find Elizabeth here. For I was not sure what this place was, and it seemed that the heaven I had heard of could not possibly be fairer. And I may say to this day, that as yet I have had no foretaste, no view of heaven yet vouchsafed to me. Yet if heaven shall be fairer than this land set down in a shining sea, then it will be heaven Indeed. And in the long days, which were the days of spring, I wandered by myself along the shore, and the sun was good and the sea was endless. And when the night came, there were the stars, and the night breeze was sweet. And then the thoughts of Elizabeth came back again to haunt me. And always my wonder grew. Had I indeed taken my life? Then was this the Elysian field? Was this the limbo for unjudged souls? Was I dead myself and wandering till a judgment day?
3: It is a true land, Wayne. Feel the grass beneath your feet, Hearken to the sound of the waves, and be sure it is all real.
1: I'm lost.
3: You weep for your lost Elizabeth.
1: I shall never cease to weep for her, Sean Von Vogt.
3: A day'll come, Wayne.
1: No day for me.
3: A day comes when grief is forgotten. No. When you know Dark Rosaline.
1: No. Who is Dark Rosaline? Who are you?
3: Who. Who is Patrick? We would none of us live save for Patrick. Patrick brought the word to us. Patrick came from the lands far beyond yonder sea, and Patrick brought the cross to us all here.
1: He is a young man.
3: Padrick led us all from the dark mysteries of the pagan hills. And it was Padrick's hand that has kept us safe for all these years of our life. I have not always been fair, Wayne. This place has not always been fair. Great dragons breathing fire and dire serpents were in the hills till Padrick banished them. And I have found much to weep for. Wherefore they call me the sorrowful mother, the Shan Van Vogt. But as Patrick says, in these latter days, I do not always weep for the
1: Tell me, Shan Van Vogt. I was about to die for the love of a lost one.
3: I know.
2: Is she here? Is Elizabeth here?
3: Dark Rosalind.
1: is here. And then, when I looked up at her from the ground, there was another woman standing where she had stood. And this one was young and fair, and her hair was dark, and her eyes were blue, and she smiled upon me. And for a moment, my heart stopped, for she spoke in Elizabeth's voice
4: of my love.
1: And I sprung to my feet and my voice shook as I took her hand in mine, for the hand was the hand of my lost love, Elizabeth.
4: I am Rosaline, dark Rosaline. Elizabeth,
1: my lost Elizabeth.
4: You look on me and you find in me whatever love you have lost. I will be in your heart forever and you will never cease to love me. I am dark Rosaline. And you will die for me if the time comes, my lover. As so many have died for love of me before. I will never die. I live forever. And you are mine. You will be faithful to me forever.
1: Who are you? Who are...
4: I am
3: called Dark Rosaline. And sometimes... I am called Shan Van Vooke. I have another name. I am called Erin, and by that
4: name am I loved in every quarter of the globe. It is my harp that you hear in the night. It is my kisses that the soft breeze of midday brings to you. In me is Elizabeth, and Helen, and the blood of Martha sings in my veins. And I am every woman... every man of Aaron has ever loved.
1: You are my lost love. You are...
4: I am dark, Rosaline.
1: And Holy Patrick... hear my vow. When the sun rises up on the day that is yours... whether I walk the sands of the desert... Or whether I shall sail the seven seas, whether I prosper or whether I beg in the streets, whether I be living or though I die, I swear I will remember Dark Rosaline to her eternal honor. The title of today's Quiet Please story is Dark Rosaline. It was written and directed by Willis Cooper. The man who spoke to you was Ernest Chappell. And Patrick was played by Ed Latimer. Leora Thatcher was the Sean Von Vogt. Dark Rosaline was played by Charita Bauer. And Mark Forbes played Arnold. As usual, music for Quiet, Please is by Albert Berman. Now, for a word about next week's Quiet, Please. Here is my very good friend and our writer-director, Willis Cooper, Bill. Thank you for listening to Quiet, Please. Next week, my story is called The Smell of High Wines. And so, until next week at the same time, I am quietly yours... Chapel. And now, a listening reminder. Predictions of your future and of events in the world's future are coming your way soon over this ABC station. Drew Pearson will be heard in just a moment. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.
5: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient.